Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of pro shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also, check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Bird and Joey Serrar. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts and the stars of the PBA. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us today on the Above180.com podcast is Keith Hamilton. Keith is the president of Luby Publishing. And as we all know, Luby Publishing publishes the Bowler's Journal International Magazine, which this month is celebrating 100 years of world-class bowling journalism. Keith, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for inviting me. Keith, thought it'd be great to get you on November. It was the 100th anniversary of the Bowler's Journal International Magazine. So, Keith, my first question is, what is probably one of those most memorable stories, as there's been a lot of people going on about the magazine but what's probably the one that sticks out of a person coming up to you to tell you how long they've been a subscriber or how they've been uh, just been reading the magazine throughout the years well as far as it involves the anniversary issue i'll tell you a, a, a story i interviewed bob johnson to become editor of bowler journal more than 13 years ago and at that interview he told me I want to be here through the 100th anniversary issue. And I'll never forget that. And I said, oh, geez, that's light years away. No problem. That's great. But if you can have that type of commitment to it, I can deal with you leaving at the end of the 100th anniversary issue. So sure enough, Bob Johnson was here, put together just an amazing 300-page, I call it a book, and true to his word, after that, Bob is still writing for Bowler's Journal, of course, but he's taking a little secondary role to Mike Pinozo, my business partner. So it's you talk about a 13-year plan to accomplish this, this goal of this anniversary issue, the goal of reaching 100, and then what do you have to do to move beyond it? So uh, so we upgraded with, in that area with Mike Pinozo. So between Mike Pinozo and Bob Johnson, Bowler's Journal should just keep improving and improving. That's what stands out to me about, about the anniversary issue. I'd like to ask you kind of a, a little bit of a personal type question, but you've been involved at the Bowler's Journal, Luby Publishing, for how many years now? I started in 81 as an office, as an office boy. So what is that, 33 years? So... In, let's say, in a few parag- or a few sentences, one paragraph, can you kind of give us a synopsis how Bowler's Journal has changed your life? Oh, God, how it's changed my life. Uh, how many pages of a book do you have for that? Uh, Bowler's Journal gave me direction, obviously. It gave me direction in my life. Bowler's Journal allowed me to go to graduate school and get my degree. 
because Mort Luby basically paid for it. A Bowler's Journal has taught me a wealth of business and gained a wealth of business knowledge. A Bowler's Journal's impact in my life has been significant, to say the very least, in, in pretty much every facet that you can imagine. Bowler's Journal has given me the opportunity to lead or to be put in positions within the industry to lead. So, yeah, you can say that this, this magazine has had quite an impact in my life. Well, Keith, in one of the areas that you've really taken a lead is with the Satellite Hall of Fame, which is in Reno. And just talk about some other, I know there, there's some other news you'd like to maybe chat about regarding Hall of Fame. So I'd love to have you talk about that. Well, certainly. Uh, we're always working hard on, on the Hall of Fame. Uh, the Reno, as you mentioned, it was our first satellite. And what made that such a, a great deal for us is because it was our first satellite. We've talked about satellite museums for 15 years. But it takes a lot of money to do that. It takes funding. And fortunately, Reno did that. The RSCVA kicked in the money, and they built a beautiful satellite museum. Just perfect, according to our plans. But we can't rest there. What we're doing right now is we're trying to recreate our popular exhibit. Actually, it's our most popular exhibit. You guys know what that is? No. What is it? It's called Hometown Heroics. And what that is, it's a kiosk-based database of honor scores in local and state Hall of Fames. And we have 1.5 million records in there. However, when we left St. Louis to move to Arlington, for whatever reason, we are no longer able to update the database. Well, that's, that's a problem. So as long as we're going to try and create a program, hire someone to write a program to, to allow us to, to update, we're going to add a lot of bells and whistles. What I like about it is the plan is for all the information that gets added to the database, it will now be a, available for search engines. So if you're a bowler and you shoot a, a 299 honor score and you're recognizing that database, you're not going to be part of the news. You can be Googled. And it's very important because it makes people stars. It takes, maybe you don't have a Hall of Fame career, but you've had a Hall of Fame moment. And you're going to be recognized in the crown jewel, in the Hall of Fame, and you can look it up via Google. And, uh, of course, the, the Hall of Fames will be expanded. It's just not going to be a mention of the association and, and your name. It's going to be complete with uh, a bio and statistics. And if there's fi film available, that as well. So that's a major uh, initiative that requires a significant amount of fundraising dollars. In fact, we've launched a campaign for $125,000. Um, and it's tough going. You know, it's tough going where we have to do, uh, I guess, a better job of trying to generate funds to at least get halfway there so people see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's really the main uh, driving force for us right now. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is the extravaganza. The extravaganza it completed its second year. It's uh, a tournament like no other. It's a tournament that's based on fun uh, a novelty type of games, and what's great about it is everybody has an equal chance. I actually have an equal shot at bowling against Joe Sarar. Imagine that, Joe. 
<laughs> because half of it's luck. Or I should say most of it's luck. Anybody can win. So that's a tournament. And, and that, is anyone eligible for this, Keith? I mean, from Everyone's PBA eligible. Players? Yep. Come out and bowl. And um, uh, it's over a weekend in Las Vegas. It's usually around May 30, June 1, right in that time slot. It's, it's at the Red Rock Hotel and Casino. A lot of proprietors actually put up their team. Proprietors can run qualifiers for it, which is a great lineage producer. And uh, But the bowlers just love it. And Pat Sonello is the gentleman who, who pretty much created it with, with the help of a lot of people. But he's the chairperson for the extravaganza. And we're just we're thrilled with it because well, it's, it's, it's not only generating uh, much-needed fundraising dollars, but it's an awareness for the museum which is always important to have an event that not only generates funds, but, but brings the museum in, in front of people. Always important. Right. And I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that, Keith. And, and you mentioned Las Vegas, and that's a perfect segue into my next question for you. Uh, recently you were out in Las Vegas, and, and you were uh, able to attend the World Series of Bowling and PBA events. Uh, you want to share some of your experiences that you've had the last few weeks out in Las Vegas? Well, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't out there for a few weeks, uh, and I wasn't out there for the telecasts. Uh, I was out there for pretty much selfish reasons. I was out there because we were generating PR for the Bowler's Journal 100th anniversary. Uh, we hired a PR person named Robin Monsky. She's in uh, Chicago area. She's an expert in sports PR. Uh, we were out there, and I actually bowled next to uh, Terrell Owens, after he was done bowling in the World Series, he bowled with me, and uh, we met a lot of newspaper reporters out there. Uh, ESPN Radio from Las Vegas was out there. So that's why I was uh, bowling and having a great time doing it. The thing that, as far as the World Series goes, something that I'll always remember is Terrell Owens. Because, and you remember, Joey, I bowled with him in May at the Nationals. Yes. He was on the Bowler's Journal team. And I remember thinking back then, wow, this guy is not his persona at all. I mean, he, he was very polite, very quiet, very respectful of the game. There were no uh, magic markers coming out of his sack to sign autographs, none of that. <laughs> Same thing here at the World Series of Bowling. I mean, he didn't, he didn't quit. He didn't stop when his score wasn't uh, doing too well. He, he kept going at it. He kept going at it and very respectful of the game. And he struggled. And we know his, his scores. He really, he really struggled. But he kept doing it. And then, after bowling poorly, after getting, let's say, his butt kicked, he had the time and kept his honor to bowl with me for this PR game with Bowler's Journal. Very impressed I was with Terrell Owens. And then when I hear it, the interviews he gives... Very detailed information. Um, very giving with the information. He, he, just a, a great guy to interview. I really was impressed with Terrell, and that's the thing that stood out to me. And I also noticed how much the players enjoy helping T.O. For instance, at the, uh, at the PR outing, Chris Barnes was with us practically the entire time. And he was helping Terrell for virtually the entire time. And I think it is, because Skrull, I don't think it's a threat to them, and, and they know that, but he's very humble, 
and he, he is very respectful of their talent, so I think the pros enjoy it. So, so it, it was an interesting phenomenon. And uh, listen, guys, that can only help bowling. Yeah, Keith, and that, but, that, you know, I wonder why, because you're about the fifth or sixth person who's on the, on the PBA tour who we've talked to who said T.O. was great, he was more than humble, he was a nice guy. But yet, the minute you mention them in, in, at your normal league and you see all these people roll their eyes, why, why is it that people don't want publicity for the sport? Is it, is it just a, a thing? Is it, is it them holding their grudges because maybe they're a, a Cowboys fan from way back in the day or maybe they just don't like them as a, as a football player? But why do you think that is? Well, exactly. I, I think, number one, people don't understand PR or the value of PR and, and what it means to, to be in front of the press especially through mainstream media. Okay, I don't think they appreciate that. The reason why, yeah, T.O. is a very controversial athlete. No doubt about it. All stem from football. Right? T.O.'s in the news type of guy. And it wasn't for charity work. It was for his troubles with Donovan McNabb. And, um, but that's him for football. You know, that's, that's he, what he does... To, to excel playing the game of football. What he does in his, outside of football, what he does in his own life, what he does for bowling, at least I can speak to that, it's completely different. So, yeah, people, people are going to like T.O., people aren't going to like T.O. But one thing you have to know is that it's good for bowling when T.O. gets pressed. I don't care if you don't like him. It's good for bowling. It's good for bowling when they point out that T.O., a world-class athlete, went to compete against the pros and didn't do so well because our pros are that good. So No way should roll, eyes be rolled. Keith, I guess the, okay. the biggest question that most folks are wondering, are you guys going to have T.O. back on your team next year for the USBC Open in Reno? Well, I would love to. I mean, the, the invitation's certainly there. I think T.O. has expressed a desire to come bowl. Um, but, you know, we're lying that down probably in a couple of months. But is he, is he invited? Absolutely. Absolutely. made our team better. Well, Keith, you know, I, I agree with you. I think once individuals get to know people on a one-to-one -one basis, face-to-face, -face, your perception of someone can change 180 degrees. I mean, you look at how many... Uh, fans of bowling disliked Marshall Holman in his day, as well as Pete Weber. Yet Marshall, since he's retired from the sport, has done so much good for the sport, charity-wise and, and events. And you know, and again, he's he's a, a genuine person when you meet him face to face. He's he's humble. Uh, he's appreciative of all the success he's had. But he's he's actually a very nice person. Yeah, he, he is. You're 100% right. You know, and we can call Marshall for his day in bowling. He was a celebrity. He really was. And, you know, I view celebrities, who knows what they're thinking. I mean, they're, they're entertainment in addition to performance. And the entertainment value to be noticed for right or for wrong, but that's the way it is. To be noticed, you tend to be on the edgy side. A example, P.O., Right, Terrell Owens. Right. Right. It's like they're not, afraid, they're not afraid to show their emotion in front of people. And no, a, a lot right. of people are. No, you're right. You're right. And what I liked about Marshall is that he was in the bowling. And when he was upset, it's because he didn't, he didn't bowl well. He didn't make a shot. You know, that's how competitive he was. 
And, uh, you know, I always forgive that a little bit more than maybe some of the other uh, antics that some of the athletes may, may put forth. Um, but when a guy's so competitive, he wants to make every shot, and he gets disappointed and throws a little bit of a temper tantrum with that. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm saying that I, can, I can understand it and appreciate it a little bit more. So, Keith, a lot of people receive their 100th edition in the mail. Where can they go if they want to get extra copies? Because I know the first thing people do is they start looking through it and reading it, but then you also you want to keep it as a keepsake, so you might want to get one and stash it away. Where can folks go if they want to get extra copies of the Boulder Journal magazine? Yeah, we noticed a lot of phone calls coming in. Uh, we ordered extra copies, but you're right, uh, Tim, there's a lot of phone calls coming in. So we actually set up a website just for the anniversary. Not a website, I'm sorry, but uh, but a page just so people can order the anniversary issue. It's very simple. You just go to www.bowlersjournal.com. When you get to bowlersjournal.com, you go to the subscription area, you'll see a link there so you can buy the anniversary issue. All right, Keith, I want to thank you. know you're very busy with all of the, the many hats you wear and, and the, uh, the chairs and all the groups that you're a part of. And thank you also just coming from me personally as someone who is who is trying to make things better for our sport and continuing to move it forward and, and a person of influence in our game and, and just want to thank you for what you do for our sport. And, um, and me and Joe love having you on. We're going to have to do it again soon. Hey, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, congratulations to your success. And I think what you do is great. I think whenever anybody's there talking about bowling, talking about bowling to an audience, it's valuable. And you know what? It all adds up. This is Tim Burke for Keith Hamilton, Joe Serrar, wishing you good luck and good bowling.